Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Tonight we are camping in an undisclosed location. The fire was great. Billy Joel was there with marshmallows and um, s'mores or s'mores or whatever you want. It's Sunday night, although it feels like Friday night. I don't know how to say that. I don't know. We've all lost track of time here in the podcasting world. Fourth of July, eh, it was done and it was dry. But you know, some of you got your fireworks and we're camping. But we're camping in an undisclosed location right now. And some people just can't keep it together with their masks, you know, and their shopkins. And yes, and Barbie is here, you know. And we will not have that on my show. Oh, God. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't roast your marshmallows too much. So I thought one episode. No. How about two? Because today's an interesting day. I promise to give you a show about two icons who strangely died. Decades from each other on the same day. On June 22nd, 1969, beloved, and she was beloved, she still is, Judy Garland, actress, entertainer, singer, EGOT. Well, she got a Munchkin Oscar, so, but it still counts. Died, 47 years old, died. And then, on June 22nd, 2008, George Carlin died. Two icons. Now, I'm sure George and his mother were fans of Judy Garlin. Because, you know, George, George Carlin had a Danny Kaye dream. He wanted to be a movie star. And once he became a famous comedian, he was able to go into movies. You know... Um, but Judy Garland, here's the fun. The funny thing is, if you talk to people who knew Judy Garland, she had a wicked sense of humor, a very dark sense of humor. And Liza Minnelli and Lorna Luft and even friend Elaine Stritch, may she rest in peace. She's wreaking havoc everywhere, has said that Judy Garland had this sense of humor and they'd say, how come people don't know that side of you? And she says, because they know me as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Or, you know, um, Mrs. Uh, Maine in uh, A Star is Born. They don't need to know the dark humor side of me. But wouldn't that have been interesting if we had all... She did, like, stand up. I could, I could see that. Now, George Carlin would have been really interested in that. You know, I'm sure as a comedian, he could see the dark side of her humor. Now, George Carlin... These are two icons. Um, as you know, back in May, on George's birthday, I had um, Peter Griffin on here, who is a cousin of mine. It's not his real name, but, you know, for podcasts, just like for TV, we changed their names. And um, he met George Carlin twice, I think, or more than once, I don't know. And said some very interesting things about George. 
And, you know, I was aware of George when I was in high school. I remember watching this documentary on NBC before it turned into nothing but crap. And they had all these comedians, George, Whoopi, Robin, Roseanne. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, Gilda Radner. But George Carlin, smart guy, never went to college. Very, very intelligent. That shows you right there that you don't always have to go to college to get the brains. Lover of language, lover of words, um, media and all that. Seven words you can't say on television. So I remember when he died. Um, and my cousin later told me that people knew he wasn't well. He had heart failure. You know, um, I recently read his daughter's book, A Carlin Home Companion. And Kelly Carlin talks about around 2005, 2006, he looked horrible. And around 2007, she knew something was up, that he was not doing well. He was dying. So, yeah. And I mean, you think he, he had a lot of fun. And yes, cocaine was a, an attributing factor because, you know, I know some people who have experimented cocaine and they tell me, oh, it's not such a big deal. And I said, well, you know, you could tell Whitney Houston that because she died in the bathtub after doing some cocaine. Oh, well, that doesn't mean, yes, it does. Or George Carlin, who had several heart attacks after cocaine. Oh, well, uh, I love how they just like keep saying, well, uh, you know, they, they're in denial. Yeah, I don't touch cocaine. No, thank you. Richard Pryor was freebasing. Almost wanted to die. Almost killed himself. Lit himself on fire. So cocaine, as Rick James said, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, because you go to hell after you do it. Or you feel like you're in hell. <sighs> evil, evil drug. Um, it's funny, uh, I was watching a performance with Eric Clapton, speaking of cocaine, who wrote a song about it. And now when he sings it in his elder years, I have such respect for him, he says dirty cocaine. So he knows. Okay? So George Carlin, Judy Garland, drugs. You know? George didn't have a stage mother. He had Mary Carlin. (laughs) If you've ever watched interviews about him, he talks about his mom. His mom was a very staunch Catholic, Catholic Irish, Irish woman. And how when he went counterculture and the, she saw some nuns one day and being a bit of an actress said, oh, oh, with the, the long hair and the bad language. And the nun is like, oh, he's using it for, you know, a way, you know, we know it's not totally bad. Oh, really? You know, because she just wanted the checks, checks to keep coming in, you know? Yeah. So, Judy Garland and George Carlin. Wouldn't that have been a Kennedy Center honor right there? You know? And then Judy Garland, you know, right after she died, Stonewall started. So, you know, gay rights movement. The beauty of Judy Garland is, is that I know she wasn't, I don't think of her as a tragic figure. 
And her daughters have said, don't think of our mother as a tragic figure. Now, I have yet to watch the Renee Zellweger film. I've rented it. I'll probably watch it tonight. You know, Liza said she wouldn't watch it. I'm not going to watch that crap. And then, you know, Lorna, I'm not going to watch. That's not mama. You know, um, George Carlin might watch it. I don't know. Um, you know, when I was listening to a Carlin Home Companion by Kelly Carlin, um, I was very touched. Uh, you know how she talks about losing her father, what she felt that she had, you know, to have to go on CNN and talk about him. <sighs> so my heart goes out to her. That was, you know what? I, 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 in a, in a perfect world, I'd like to think Kelly Carlin is listening, but we don't live in a perfect world. But if you are, I love the book. Um, I know you're not a stand-up, but you have your father's storytelling quality. It's now your quality. And, and she, you know, you said you were the shaman of the family. Most definitely. And I just love, I mean, I'm, I'm walking the route back in March when I started. No, January. I started listening to a Carlin Home Companion. You know, during COVID times, I listened, I listened to the fuck out of that thing. I listened to that. I listened to Me Talk Pretty One Day by David Sedaris. But this show is not about David Sedaris. It's about George Carlin and Judy Garland, who are are both strangely united in death in terms of the date that they died on. That's almost like Aretha Franklin and Elvis Presley. You know, uh, Elvis Presley was the king of rock and roll. Not in my book, but to some He died on August 16th, 1977. On August 16th, 2018, Aretha Franklin died. Queen of soul. So, they are united in death. Well, the date more so. I I, I mean, I don't think that George Carlin's up there having a drink with Judy Garland. That would be interesting. Could you just imagine that conversation? Hey, Judy. Ding, 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 went the trolley? <laughs> Pour me a fucking drink, you seven words on television? <laughs> we, let's hope, you know? Um, that, I, that would be weird. I mean, but in, in a way, you know, like I said, they both, I, I, I mean, I could picture Elaine Stritch, George Carlin, Bren Carlin, his, his wife, his first wife, um, and Judy Garland all at a table just laughing it up. I mean, and Elaine Stritch, she was hilarious. I mean, she wasn't really a stand-up, but she could have been. You know, um, she's very, very open about her life. You know, it's very tough to be auto- autobiographical and be a performer. I mean, Richard Pryor could do it. Carlin, not so much. You know, Carlin... What I loved is those were observations of human, you know, um, behavior. I mean, I wonder what Bjork would think of that. Me quoting, you know, her song right there. But hey, Bjork doesn't like Bob Dylan and that kind of pisses me off. But anyway, see how I just go all over the place. But I'm walking right now, you know. Um, yeah. So George Carlin... I hope right now that you and Judy Garland are having a drink. 
talking about the seven motherfucking words you can't say on television. You know? I mean, that would be cool. I mean, I, I could see George singing zing, zing, zing with the trolley, ding, ding, ding with the bell, you know, with a, with a blunt in his mouth, you know. Ju- Judy Garland was an original. There's no one like Judy Garland. Um, some would say maybe she passed the torch on to Barbara Streisand. Maybe, maybe. I like Barbara. I mean, that's a, that's a, that is a seminal, and it's not just for gay fans. Give me a break. Everyone loves Barbara. Come on. Even straight people. Um, there's a really great clip, you know, well, it was, before it was on YouTube, it was on TV, of Judy Garland and Barbara Streisand singing, um, um, happy, happy days are here again. That's a beautiful moment. Because in a way, yeah, she was passing the torch. Um, an actress who could sing, you know, and right after that, Barbara Streisand won the Oscar for Best Actress for Funny Girl, won a whole shitload of Grammys, you know, I'm trying to think, is she the, oh, interesting, I could be wrong, I could be right, okay, I'm trying to think, so Judy Garland was the first woman to win the Grammy for Album of the Year. Yep, it's true. Was Barbara Streisand the second? Maybe. Because she won Album of the Year in 1963 for the Barbara Streisand album. Judy won for Judy uh, at Carnegie Hall. Classic album. You know. Um, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Divas, yeah, divas. In that eerie that Judy Garland was almost the same age as Whitney Houston when Whitney Houston died, you know, that blew me away because I actually thought she would get better. It's sad. So, you know, I never understood that as a kid growing up when I would watch The Wizard of Oz and I would say, well, what happened to her? Did she die? Oh, yeah, she died. What'd she die of? Well, she drank too much, and I didn't understand that. I was like, how can you die from drinking? I thought they meant water. And then, oh, alcohol, barbiturates, oh. As I got older, I learned that. You know, because usually it's like, oh, did they get shot? Or, you know, did they go off to the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle? Did Jaws eat them? Yeah, I, Jaws really did color my childhood. I once had a dream that I was being chased by a shark and then woke up right there, sleeping on the couch, and I thought, where did the shark go? <laughs> yeah. Um, with George Carlin, George Carlin has taught me and society that this is what happens when you do too much cocaine. It affects your heart, and eventually you need either a bypass or five. Um, is it? Is it... Can you do five of those? I don't know. Ventricle, it needs to be replaced. The Widowmaker, a heart transplant. Rehab is not cheap. I'm trying to remember how much. I don't know. 